Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to another episode of the How I Quit Alcohol podcast. For first-time listeners, please be aware that not all of the conversations within this podcast are suitable for children. I'd also like to add a trigger warning that sometimes the conversations can get a little heavy. We may talk about things like sexual abuse, domestic violence, drug use and alcohol use. And if you feel that that may trigger you, please do not tune in. Also, I'd like to add, if you are a heavy daily drinker, please seek the help of a medical practitioner before quitting alcohol. This podcast comes to you from beautiful Bunjalung country. Please kick back and enjoy. Grab yourself your favorite alcohol-free bevy. And if you haven't already, do a gal a favor. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Hi, and welcome back to How I Quit Alcohol. Today in the Zoom room, even though we're in the same house, we're doing this for video purposes. I'm joined by my beautiful husband, Master of Motivation, Ash Grunwald. How are you, Ash? Very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you back on. When did we last have you on? When we got back from our trip around Australia, which was fun and it was good. Everyone really appreciated you coming on. The reason I wanted to get you in today was to talk about this time of year. Christmas is coming up holidays are coming up and all those usual triggers are showing up for everyone, whether it's your dysfunctional family, whether it's the stress of it all, whether it's not being invited to things. There's a whole host of reasons as to why this time of year can be really triggering for people. And I guess what I wanted to talk to you about was, yeah, like what can we do? What can we do to get through these times? And also how do we recruit our inner coach to help us through. Mm, That's an interesting concept that I really like. And uh, my brother, Daniel, posted something on LinkedIn, which reminded me of this, which was really a really awesome reminder. But And I've just been using it in my own head for different stuff, but like just thinking about that inner coach. So like really imagining that you have a coach in your mind and actually consulting that coach when you need them because i think most of us especially if you're into self-help or 
wellness and all that stuff. You have a lot of stuff that you could tell a friend and the stuff you could tell a friend is really great stuff and it's the right stuff. But sometimes you don't practice what you preach. But if you use that inner coach in your own mind, they can actually tell you what to do. It's like you have the knowledge, but you have to ask. And sometimes having a, um, an inner coach can be a cool thing. Uh, totally. An inner coach is fantastic. So as you know already, some of the practices that I do, which I got from Rick Hansen, he's got an amazing book called Neurodharma. I'd really recommend people listening to that or reading that book. And he talks about setting up a caring committee. And so we do this with the grads. We've been doing it in our morning journaling sessions that I do with the grads group on Tuesdays and Thursdays just for the last couple of weeks recruiting our inner caring committee and on our caring committee one of those is our inner coach and what your inner caring committee looks like is you've got your fairy godmother that's sort of like this person maybe a big buxom woman who just absolutely adores and loves you and loves you unconditionally and just like loves everything you do then you've got your inner coach which for me is tony robbins he's the voice of my inner coach and then you've got your inner sage or wise person, which for me is Gandalf, because I just love Gandalf. And awesome. so it doesn't have to be someone that you know. It can be someone from your past or it could be a fictional character. And so sometimes we'll do a meditation and we call upon our inner caring committee. And what we're doing at the moment is just journaling with our inner caring committee. So, for example, this morning we did some work on inner critic. And what would the fairy godmother say about the inner critic? And what the inner critic says and what would the inner coach say about the inner critic and what would the wise Gandalf type character say it's really beautiful practice to do but I always love the inner coach because like like I said my inner coach is Tony Robbins it's so helpful I think it's that practice with the inner caring committee is very balancing but even if you just and I'm not surprised with you because you're so motivated and so positive that yours is just the inner coach which I love but it's, it's so helpful. And I find just that inner coach voice is always like, that's the person that's barracking for you the most. They're like, come on, you got this, you can mm. do this. And what's your inner coach look like? People might think that we're crazy. But what does your inner coach say to you, Ash? It's so awesome, this technique, because like my inner coach is basically, it comes from me. And I can be, if I'm advising somebody else, quite rational. But that doesn't mean on the inside, I always take my own advice. So like, it just gives me that separation that when I, I, I go, I was saying in my head the other day, okay, coach, what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. And it really worked. Mm -hmm. It really works. It's a great technique because then, then I think you know, I'm driving in the car and I say, hey, coach, what do you reckon about that? And then coach says, well, you've encountered this before, haven't you? And what are the ramifications of this? Like, has it got you anywhere before thinking this thought or whatever the case may be? And you just go through it in a logical way and you're able, for me, it has a very similar effect to what journaling does. It's a way of almost externalizing your thoughts or, and I think it's a bit like meditation too. It's not being in that first person of just seeing you know, when you're in, everything's in first person where you're just in it and you're believing your own stories and you can't see past your own perspective. 
that's when you have a, a small view and you get, and we all do it and we get very wound up in our own story. Whereas if you journal or through meditation, you can get some space. And this is just another technique that I feel gives you some space where you realize, oh, I don't have to look at it this way. There's mm-hmm. another way of looking at this. And I think that's the most important thing that an inner coach or what were yours? You had the fairy godmother and the and the wise sage one? and the, and the Gandalf. Yeah, mine's yeah. the whole caring committee. Yeah, the committee. I mean, the committee, I could experiment with a committee. Yeah, well, the committee is a great one to do just because you get all aspects. So I find if my head has gone a bit wah with something, which is probably a daily occurrence, just to sit there and go, okay, what will fairy godmother who loves me unconditionally? It's always like, and I actually think of my old therapist who's passed now. And what would Siobhan say? She'd say, good, well done, hun. <laughs> and they're just so full of love and I love you just as you are you're perfect and those beautiful words and then the coach come on you got this you could do this for me that's how it looks and then of course when with my wise sage person I try to ask the question what is this trying to teach you what's this trying to show me and it's really great you know we all have the wisdom we've got everything we need within us we all have it there. So totally. calling up on these three voices, like you said, it's taking you out of the situation and allowing you to see it, not being in it, but being outside of it. So let's just say that you're feeling super triggered, like you're going, this is for people listening, if you're going to a work function or you're going to a Christmas thing with family and you're feeling a bit revved up or a bit concerned or you're starting to get a bit freaked out, before you go in there, sit and have a chat for a bit with your inner coach. Or grab your journal and, and write down what what's the inner coach got to say. And whether it's your inner coach or you get your fairy godmother involved and your inner sage as well, you might do the whole caring committee or you might just do the coach. But I bet you you go in there feeling a whole lot more confident and probably a bit more prepared and a bit more settled. Yeah. My perspective on that is I don't know what somebody's inner coach would say. I know what mine might say, but it's different for every person. But The cool thing is your inner coach has all the information that you've gathered. But when you're just in the being you and you're by yourself with no help, you're too in it and you might forget all that stuff you've learned. But your inner coach can remember that because you can remember it when you're helping a friend. So all you have to do is invoke the inner coach or the inner fairy godmother or the... I only use the coach, like you said. Yeah, and I was going to make one comment about that. I guess I've already said this, but we're in a stage now of the internet and everything where there's so much information bombarding us all the time. So if you're curious about these kind of stuff, you will have so much information, but Mm. the rubber hits the road when you access that information. And if you Mm. stay only in first person and you're only like, seeing it through your own eyes and just uh, reacting to the situation, then you won't be able to access all that information you have. That's why invoking a little fairy godmother or an inner coach to remind you of those things you've learned is so helpful. Absolutely. I think it's really, really helpful. That's right. We all have so much information and we've learned so much. We've probably read the books or heard the podcasts or read different articles, but we don't apply them when it counts. I mean, that is the hard thing. I mean, I've been 
like 100%, that's been me before in the past as well. So even if thinking about what would I tell a friend, I think is really helpful as well. What would I say to a friend if they were yeah. feeling really nervous about going to something? Honestly, what would I say to them? And write it down, like write down what you'd say to the friend and stop and, and read it. You'll be surprised how actually wise we are. Even if you haven't read the stuff and heard the things, we still have so much wisdom within us. Yeah, just us. logically. And we're able to have a lot more compassion mm. when it's for someone else rather than ourselves. Yeah. I think that's genius, Dan. I think that mm. that's, that's another way you could do it if you think, oh, I don't like this silly imagining a coach in my head. Or if it doesn't suit you, just what would I tell a friend is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You in wisdom and helpful mode to anyone else but you because that's the problem we all have is like some of us are great to everyone else and we can help everyone else but on the internals there's a defenseless one person who's defenseless against our attacks and it's us (laughs) Mm -hmm. so and you can't even defend yourself because it's in your head that it's happening yes so (laughs) So you really need to be pretty kind. So if you're imagining when you're talking to yourself that it's a friend, and that's the other thing that this brings up, most of us don't even know that we do talk to ourselves. You don't realize that. It takes a while to realize that you're even having any self-talk. You just think, oh, I'm just living life. But there's a lot of self-talk that goes through that you don't even realize you're having. And I guess what we're saying is, okay, let's embrace that and take control of the self-talk. And these are all different techniques to get control of your self-talk and access the information that you already have. I think getting control of the self-talk is what will make or break us through this time because it's always starts with the voice in your head. It always starts whether it's the voice is saying, come on, just have one, or I'm feeling really fucking nervous, what am I going to do, I'll just drink, or no one likes me. It all starts with our own inner voice. So we want to kind of get that puppy under control (laughs) and start to realize it's just a thought. Just because you're having a thought doesn't mean it's true. No, a thought is just, I mean, that's another thing none of us realize until you start getting into this kind of stuff is like you tend to believe your thoughts, but they are, like you said, just thoughts. They're not reality. They're a thought. So, yeah, not over-identifying with your own thoughts is awesome too. Yeah. Watch the self-talk too. So if you are getting a a craving or an urge or if you're feeling a bit like, eh, like you're just feeling a bit yuck, you're not feeling yourself, just take a minute if you can, take a pause. It's all about that kind of pause and ask, like checking what's the self-talk, what's going on, what do I need to hear right now? You will get through. If you're listening to this and it's your first Christmas, it'll probably be the hardest one you'll ever do. But I can tell you now from the grads that we've got that are three years down for ourselves, Ash, we're coming up to our six years of sobriety. It gets easier and easier. So there's always those firsts and it's hard. There's no doubt about it. It can be really hard. It's a tough time of year. Just be kind to yourself. I've got some suggestions for if you're feeling like you're sort of on the edge or you don't want to feel too tempted that there's a few little cues that I can think of, like The first is to have a craving and to feel like a drink when it's your first Christmas not drinking is not weird or it's not unnatural in any way. And it doesn't mean you're going to have a drink. It it does not mean that. 
it's going to be like that. And so rather think, oh, yeah, what did I expect? It's my first Christmas without drinking. Of course. Of course I'm going to feel like it. That doesn't mean I'm going to have one just because it's my first Christmas. So and you think the more resistance you encounter, the more you feel like one, the more of an achievement it is that you're not going to have one. And the next Christmas you might not even be thinking about it, but that, that first one is where you're, you're like, okay, good, this is the heavy lifting that I'm doing. And the other thing you can tell yourself if, if you really feel like it and if your mind starts playing tricks on you, you can always say to yourself, well, I have had a drink before. That's always a good one. Drunk you all know, the drinks. Because you're saying, oh, you know, yeah, I've drunk the drinks. I, I, I have done that before and I wanted to quit for a reason. So that hasn't changed. And I do know what it's like to have a drink. What I ha haven't experienced in a while is what it's like to not. So how about a little bit of that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is absolutely fucking not. Like just absolutely not. I'm not, I'm not touching it. No. I will not fucking drink. I'm not fucking drinking. Yeah. And up your commitment. Yeah. You know, we did that episode yonks ago about staying 100% committed, whether you write it down every day. I absolutely 100% will not fucking drink right on your hand. Like just get it in your head. It's just no, yuck, not doing it, not touching it. I'll leave if I have to. Mm. I'm just not doing it. And like you say, decide it's easy. I don't fucking need it. Yeah. Yeah, it's as hard as you make it, I guess. And then you say, oh, you know, if I really feel like one, that's a shame because I'm not having one. So <laughs> maybe I'll try to not really feel like one because I'm not having one. At some point you have to, <laughs> that's right. And at some point you have to decide I'm not doing it. And as soon as you decide I'm yeah, not doing just it. Not. Yeah, because if you go, I might not do it. Well, you're going to do it. Like 100% you're going to do it. But yeah. if you just decide fully, no matter what, under no circumstances, am I going to touch that shit? It's not touching my lips. You'll be okay. Sure, you'll be uncomfortable, but that's about the worst of it. You're not going to die if you don't drink. So yeah. just decide if that's what you've decided, keep to your commitment and just decide. Like, I don't do it. This is what I'm sort of saying, like for our year off, it was not negotiable. So decide that it's not negotiable. And, and see how that goes for yeah. you. Once you start negotiating, see how that goes for you. Because <laughs> I kind of know how that'll end up. Yeah. yeah. It's also like if you're sick of making decisions and thinking about alcohol all the time or will I, won't I, and it's a big deal to you, if you just stick to one commitment, oh, yeah, no, nah, I don't drink for a time period or forever, for that time period or forever, it's just not an issue. So you get to relax. You don't have to have that issue anymore because it's not yeah. that relaxing when you're having to do deals and think about will I, won't I, will I fuck up, won't I? Just like, yeah, I'm not. There's a real relaxation in that. Yeah. And i tell you what's great. When you just wake up in the morning and you haven't done it, like there's nothing, there's no better feeling than that, that when you, you get over the other side and that is the best feeling. That feeling of just like, oh, my God, I did it is irreplaceable like it's amazing if you're, you're full of confidence you feel clean you feel I don't know in control it's just the best feeling so I think to just focus on how you know how do I want to feel and and get your coach to say that to you maybe that's a great question for the coach like well how the fuck do you want to feel how do you want to feel I think that's a really good thing to focus on as well so keep it super positive and keep it 
and stay up about it and yeah, focus, stay committed and see what your coach has got to say. That's awesome, Ash. We'll do some more episodes as well in the new year about just, you know, for people that are just starting and also for people that are a few years in, there's lots of great tips and tools that we've got. I've also got a new challenge starting in January. If anyone's interested in that, check that out. Jump on my website, iquitalcohol.com.au, coaching, compassion inquiry, retreats, courses. It's all there. So if you are needing some resources, just um, get there and have a look and see what's available. And hopefully we've got something to offer that will be of assistance to you. Wonderful stuff, Ash. Thank you so much yet again. No worries. And uh, good luck, everyone. Bye-bye, people. Have a good Christmas. Goodbye.